You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Because activity in the private capital space is expected to accelerate over the next few months. In the second quarter alone, 34 new private credit funds were able to raise about $71 billion. That's more than double what the industry saw in the first quarter. It's an industry, of course, that has come so far so fast from niche player to kingmaker in an area previously ruled by those big Wall Street banks. But as that industry matures, a new crop of leaders are stepping up to write the next chapter. Armin Panosian oversees the performing credit business at distressed debt pioneer Oak Tree Capital. And starting next year, he will take the reins as co-CEO of the entire $179 billion business. Pleased to say Armin joins us right now here in our New York studios. Armin, great to have you here. Good to be here. Um, let's talk a little bit about, I guess, what type of activity we're seen in the private debt space right now as we sit? Um, I, I would characterize it in two forms currently. Mm-hmm. Um, stepping in where the banks stepped away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the investment banks as well as the regional banks have stepped away from the market and providing capital to private equity sponsors and companies that need that capital that historically found it at the banks now are, are provided by private capital. And secondarily, we're beginning to see the be, uh, uh, some stress in the market and the need for more creative rescue financing uh, or opportunistic capital. I am curious. I mean, Oak Tree obviously, of course, made its name by sort of, I guess, coming in where people were sort of leaving, sort of filling that void, if you will. But when you're finding opportunities out there left by the banks, whether regional or big, is the quality still there? The quality is is quite strong, mm-hmm. and I would say in some respects it's even better than it had been even two or three years ago. And the mm-hmm. reason for that is that because the cost of borrowing is so high, the firms or, or and, and sponsors that are buying these businesses are really focusing on the least cyclical businesses, the highest quality companies that they would buy in anticipation of a potential recession in 2024. Mm-hmm. Well, can we get specific there when you think about this pullback uh, that we're seeing? from the banks who would traditionally provide uh, lending to those types of companies. What kind of industries, what kind of sectors and companies are you actually seeing opportunity in right now? Um, It's a variety of sectors. Um, We are seeing a lot of activity in software, large software companies with a diversified uh, end market exposure. Um, We are seeing industrials, uh, which generally speaking have hundreds if not thousands of customers um, and a more regular uh, maintenance and repair uh, aspect to their revenue base rather than capital expenditures. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking for businesses that a, have a more depressed 
um, reaction to GDP movements. Mm -hmm. And of course, Romain uh, walked us through some of the size and scope, some of the magnitude of activity that we're seeing in the private credit space. And it's interesting when you compare that to private equity, because it seems like fundraising has slowed it down a bit in that space. Private credit appears to be immune. How much is that a function of what we saw in March and these banks pulling back? Yeah, I think um, investors recognize that private credit offers some of the best risk-adjusted returns in the credit markets today, and especially relative to the past. Um, and so we are seeing fund flows um, into private credit um, and a decline in interest in private equity at the moment because there is concern around the velocity of return of capital from private equity funds to those, to those LPs. Um, uh, I, I think that they're right. Um, you know, borrowing or, or investing from our perspective in the double digits, in the low teens, on a first lien basis to companies that are quite large and supported by very large checks from name brand private equity firms is a very attractive place to, to invest currently. When we talk about just the growth in this industry, we know that at least for certain players in the industry that's maybe led them. Uh, I guess maybe to make some bets or maybe somewhat ill-advised, at least in hindsight. I am curious, um, as we sort of enter this period where these opportunities started to crop up, how much room did Oak Tree have to be able to make new investments? Um, Oak Tree does have a considerable amount of dry powder across mm -hmm. all of our strategies. Mm -hmm. um, and we have been patient over the course of the last several years when the markets were a little bit more open than we thought was appropriate. Mm -hmm. And so, and we saw capital structures um, you know, in 2018 or 19 reflective of an easy money environment. Mm -hmm. um, we found less opportunity at that point in time and preferred to go after less efficient areas of investing. But today, with the dislocation that we're seeing in the core of the private uh, credit market, mm -hmm. um, we are leaning in heavily into that space because it is dislocated. Compared to previous sort of down economic cycles or down business cycles, I should say here, do you think the competition amongst uh, asset managers and investors is greater now than what it was in the past? It, it's certainly greater today than it was during the global financial crisis. Mm -hmm. Private credit as an asset class was only $250 billion prior to the global financial crisis. Mm -hmm. Today it's one and a half trillion. There certainly aren't more competitors. Mm -hmm. uh, and as a result, there's a varying degree of issues issues and capabilities across that competitor base. But I think one thing is definitely true of the asset class overall is that it has been, it has benefited from a pro-cyclical rise mm. um, that has resulted in maybe some excessive risk taking. Well, on the point on competitors, of course, Oak Tree, uh, I believe Brookfield Asset Management owns about 60%. When you think about the competitive field, what benefits does that give you in terms of being attached to one of the largest players? Uh, it gives us an insight into the asset classes where they have developed very deep uh, um, sector expertise. Uh, they're one of the largest participants in renewables, infrastructure, real estate, and private equity. And we see a lot of um, benefit from being uh, part of the organization because they're able to provide us both uh, technical and fundamental information about the markets that they participate in. And so we've talked about opportunities that you're seeing. What are you hearing from clients? What kind of demand are you seeing for different types of strategies? Um, private credit is at the top of the list. Um, I would say related uh, but separate is asset-backed finance, where, again, thematically, it's the same uh, basis or the same route, which is banks are stepping away from consumer lending, certain types of corporate lending, mm -hmm. and there is a need for structured finance or structured credit um, that uh, fills that gap 
and the investor base switches from banks being the provider of that capital to retail or insurance or pension uh, type of clients providing that capital. This obviously is a function of regulation or at least a speculation of increased regulation, I should say. Is there any worry that the increase in regulation that we might see placed on some of the traditional banking system, that that could eventually come into your world given just how big it's gotten? Um, the regulators certainly um, have the ability to, to step in and regulate parts of the private credit markets. Um, I think that the, the, how diffuse the private credit market is um, does not lend itself very easily to, to, to uh, systematic regulation that can impact it. Mm -hmm. um, we are prepared, Oak Tree is prepared to, to you know, handle regulation if need be, but I wouldn't expect a tremendous amount of regulation in that space as capital is needed by that borrower base. Are, okay. are you trying to raise capital right now, Oak Tree? We, we are. We are raising um, a fund targeting large uh, sponsor-led private credit, mm -hmm. um, targeting a $10 billion fundraise yeah. to support that opportunity set it is, as it is um, dislocated and very attractive from a risk adjustment. How has that been going? How has it been received? It's been going well. Yeah. Um, there certainly is a denominator effect um, uh, and a lack of liquidity in the market amongst limited partners who have had has seen a slowdown in private equity returns of capital to them. Mm -hmm. um, so the the interest in the asset class is very high. The flows for Oak Tree are reasonably high. But I would say, generally speaking, raising private assets is more challenging today than, than it was a year or two ago. Just real quickly on that, on that point, though, when we talk about the denominator effect and what that, are we talking about allocation limits? I mean, is it that the potential clients are already kind of up against whatever they can allocate to? Yes. I mean, that, when the public markets yeah. sold off, and that, that was more acute earlier in the yeah. year, when the public markets had sold off, their allocation to private markets looked too high. Um, and now that the public markets have rebounded, the denominator effect has, is becoming less of an issue, mm. but the liquidity remains an issue. Gotcha. Liquidity remains an issue. And let's situate this conversation in the macroeconomic environment because it seems like most of uh, Wall Street, most of the investors that I talk to are pretty married to this higher for longer narrative. And we've heard pretty much the same from the Federal Reserve. When you look at your world of leveraged finance, of distressed debt, are you starting to see that filter through? We are starting to see it filter through. Um, I would expect um, rates to stay higher for longer as well because even with or without a recession, there, um, there, isn't, there is going to be an elevated default experience. Um, I think that the need for private capital is going to be quite high. Um, and I do, um, I, we are seeing the beginnings of the need for gap capital to help uh, refinance maturities uh, that are starting to become topical uh, next year and the year after. When it comes to defaults, we are you know, starting to see some of that pick up, but we're still at historically low levels. And if you think about what is going to push defaults from here, do you see it more coming from a recessionary type environment or just from higher interest rates? What's think, the bigger risk? I think for now it's higher interest rates, and higher interest rates can tip us into a recession. Mm -hmm. um, but the immediate impact is really in the tails of the portfolio um, or the direct lending or just credit market portfolios out there where the most aggressive 20 or 30 percent of capital structures put in place over the last five years are becoming challenged now because they were expected to grow into their capital structures with growth in revenue, growth in EBITDA, and that just hasn't played through. Is there a difference that you're finding between, in terms of what's already out there on the market, in the secondary market, between uh, actual loans themselves versus uh, debt issues, bonds? 
Absolutely. Yeah. There is a divergence in performance. Mm -hmm. uh, the bond market, the high yield bond market in particular, is the highest quality it's been in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the loan market is the lowest quality it's been in 10 years. Why? Um, because the loan market was the preferred financing tool for private equity sponsors doing new LBOs over the course of the last 10 years mm -hmm. because they were floating rate, and at the time, floating rates were low, and because loans do not have call protection generally, mm -hmm. um, whereas bonds do have call protection. If you were to refinance a bond, there would be a meaningful premium that would need to be paid out. Mm -hmm. As a result, only strategic or companies seeking capital for strategic needs finance themselves in the bond market, and therefore today, we find that total debt to EBITDA of the average high yield bond issuer yeah. is lower than the first lien debt to EBITDA of the average loan issuer. And uh, Armin, when we spoke back in June, you were on Real Yield. We spent a lot of time talking about commercial real estate, and I feel like it's kind of dropped out of the zeitgeist in the past few months. But when it comes to commercial real estate, are you seeing opportunities there? I think the commercial real estate opportunity for now is really focused on office space, and I think that the stress and distress in that opportunity set is only worsening. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't. Um, I don't think right now is the depth of the opportunity, but I do think it's coming. Uh, you you know, Oak Tree as a firm um, does lean towards dislocation, and, and at some point, I think real estate uh, it will become a buy again. It's just not at the moment. And overall, just Armin, uh, final question here: You're relatively encouraged about economic conditions right now, at least for, in from an investor perspective. Um, I'm relatively encouraged about economic conditions. I don't think that if we do have a recession, I don't think it'll be a deep recession. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was investing during the global financial crisis. This is nowhere near uh, uh, the level of the global financial crisis. However, I do think that that same level of comfort with the economic conditions results in um, the factors that would influence a higher for longer environment. There's no need to reduce rates, and therefore, we, we will see defaults as a result of just high rates, even if a recession does not occur. All right, Armin, I really appreciate you coming in and taking time for us. A great conversation here with Armin Panosian. He's managing director and head of performing credit over at Oak Tree and starting uh, in the first quarter. He will be the co-CEO of that firm. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.